This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. is a ball back to left field Gurry out of the wall goodbye it is a route in game four this is betql daily presented by bet mgm from betql unless you had some sort of prop or something you were waiting on you didn't really have to stay up late for that one last night it was over early Uh, The Diamondbacks make it look not quite as ugly with some late offense, but it was all Rangers early as it has been in this series so far. Three games to one, they lead now, and they look to close it out in game five tonight in the World Series. Welcome back into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. I'm Chris Mack in for Ed Egros the rest of the week alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, of course. You can listen to us live coast-to-coast on the BetQL network and inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you wherever you are going. Here to talk about Game 5 tonight and where we go from here, if it's just one more night, maybe more, Sean Zarillo of the Action Network. Morning, Sean. I'm asking everybody this today because I've already been barraged by Christmas music on November 1st. When is the right time to start listening to Christmas music? Oh, uh, you know, my wife would say that it's today. Uh, we, we have a 12-foot skeleton oh. outside of our house that I don't know if we're going to uh, take down. We might just transition him to uh, a Christmas outfit at some point. So uh, debating when Halloween ends, I think, is the same debate as when Christmas starts. But in my house, it might just flow right from one holiday into the other. So, uh Halloween, my favorite time of year, my, my favorite holiday of the year. Uh, so I, I'm still in Halloween mode for the moment, I guess until this weekend when, when Skelly may have to uh, beat his end. So we're just <laughs> skipping over Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving doesn't get that respect, even though meal-wise it's the best holiday by far, and it's not mm. close. Like we're just – we're totally eliminating November slash Thanksgiving. I find that interesting. <laughs> oh, man. So he's dealing with the same stuff. All right. All right, Sean, what about uh, World (laughs) Series? Before we get into the betting angles, that's what people are looking for today because it might be the last baseball game of the year. Uh, Just uh, big picture before we get to the betting. Did you think we'd be here? Texas 3-1. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super surprised. Uh, you know, my my pick before the series was Texas to win in six. I thought this series would get back to Texas. 
You know, I thought the over five and a half games was probably the right call. Uh, the market moved pretty aggressively towards the Diamondbacks yesterday, and I bet on the Diamondbacks at plus money when the line opened, assuming Garcia would be out, assuming Scherzer would be off the roster. Not that the Scherzer news affected yesterday's game, but it did certainly affect the series price because once those guys were officially removed from, from the roster, the series price dropped from about plus 250, plus 240. Offshore, it went all the way down below plus 200. So there was substantial action that came in on the Diamondbacks after those you know, injuries were officially confirmed. And then even last night, after Game 4 ended, the Diamondbacks reopened around the betting market at plus 900. And I make them about 11% from this point forward to win the final three games of the series, which is about plus 900 implied. Uh, sorry, plus 800 implied. So you could have gotten you know, about a 1% edge on Arizona last night. I would have wanted something closer to 10 to 1 to bet them at this point. But really, the Garcia and the Scherzer injuries knocked down Texas's series win probability by about 3% for me. I would have had them at around 69 or 72% heading into game four with a 2-1 lead, assuming Garcia was still playing. I made them 69% for the series, so lowered their series win probability by 3% after those injuries. So I'm not surprised that Texas has a 3-1 lead. I'm not surprised that you know, they're they're trending towards winning the series, but Arizona did need to win that game last night, in my opinion, and needed to get deeper into that Texas bullpen in order to give them a real shot down the stretch. I don't I don't think with the way the bullpens played out last night, it was really favorable to the Diamondbacks chances whatsoever. Uh, you know, they're they're kind of coming into game four with Thompson and Ginkle and Seawald, they're high leverage guys, but the bridge to get there is really tired, and I thought there was a chance that Arizona's bullpen would be in better shape than Texas's headed into Game 5, especially with the Scherzer injury and them needing to deploy the longer relievers, and then Heaney getting moved up into a rotation spot where John Gray may have ultimately started Game 4 originally. Uh, you know, Texas is kind of in a better position than I anticipated at this point, not only in terms of the lead, but also the, the bullpen rest stuff. And uh, it, it's, uh, you know, the, the Garcia injury can't be overlooked. Uh, you know, Arizona is still not out of this series, I think, because of that, especially with the pricing. But at the same time, I don't think the bullpen's played out very favorably for them in game four. And Zach Allen really has not pitched very well in the playoffs. He's been walking a ton of guys, and I think he just looks worn down after a long season. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Yep, and Gallon on the mound tonight versus Nathan Eovaldi. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Looking forward to tonight. Depending on where you do your shopping, you can find different numbers on the run line. Um, and then, of course, this total locked in at 8.5. What do you like, whether it's the run line, total, props? Where do you have your eye, Sean? So no bet for me on a cider totally after this game. Now, I do like... Uh, being able to look at rematches in the baseball playoffs because same starting pitching matchup, right? Same team moving to a different venue, but you really only have to adjust the game one closing line by about seven or 8% relative to adjusting from one part to another. The one thing that we do have to analyze a bit differently is the bullpen rest situation relative to game one, because both teams had two days off before game one. And then also the Garcia injury, he's not in the lineup, but Texas essentially closed as, 60% 60% favorites, roughly minus 150 consensus odds for game one. Arizona roughly plus 135. And taking that 7% adjustment, right, from Texas being home to Arizona being home, 8% adjustment, you would expect to find Texas around minus 110, minus 108 to minus 112, somewhere in that range, assuming Garcia was still healthy, assuming the bullpens had both had two days off coming in. Obviously, you have to adjust slightly for the Garcia factor and for the bullpen rest factor, but even still, you're seeing the game lined roughly around a pick So I do think uh, it sort of indicates that, you know, the, the market has not uh, over-adjusted or under-adjusted with the Garcia stuff. I think it is properly lined based on where you would have expected everything and based upon where the game one line closed. The one thing that is a little bit interesting to me is the total because the total in game one – opened at eight and a half, went down to eight, ended up closing at eight and a half. And Arizona, theoretically, should have a park factor that's about 3% higher, 5% higher than the park factor that you have in Arlington. Hasn't necessarily played out that way this year, but based on the past three years, four years of data, that is the number that you would put between the two parks, about a 3 to 5% upgrade going from Texas to Arizona. So I would have assumed that total would be closer to nine rather than eight and a half, or at least juiced up eight and a half minus 120. Again, the bullpens yesterday, too, kind of piling onto that fact where you're less likely to potentially get, you know, uh, a new pitcher every inning. You're, you're more likely to get one individual pitcher get hung out to dry at some point. So I'd probably lean to the over in this game, if anything. I would also lean to Texas in the first five innings. I make Texas about minus 112 favorites the first five. I make the full game roughly a pick So seeing Arizona plus money for the full game, I want closer to plus 110 if I was to back Arizona today. But for the first five innings, if I can get even money, even minus one or two, minus three on Texas, that would be the direction I would go. I just view Nathan Evaldi as a better pitcher than Zach Gallon, And as I've said, I think Gallon is just really worn down by this point in the season. His numbers in the playoffs have been pretty discouraging. He's been walking a lot of guys, some of them intentional, you know, not – actually intentional walks, but like intentionally pitching around Bryce Harper, pitching around Corey Seager. But at the same time, his stuff just isn't really up to where it was earlier in the season. So I'm lower on Gallon, and I think because of that, Gallon under 15 and a half outs tonight is the one bet that I've placed. This opened at minus 150 last night. You can find closer to minus 115, minus 120 right now. Diamondbacks did use virtually all of their bridge yesterday, all of their bridge relievers. They saved Ginkle. They saved Seawald, and they saved Thompson. Thompson's capable of going two innings. So even though they really only have three guys who are fully rested back there, 
they kind of have four innings worth of usage amongst them in addition to whatever levers they decide to throw in. So Gallon to finish with under 15.5 outs tonight is the one bet that I've placed. Not necessarily like the easiest thing to predict. I mean, pitcher usage in the playoffs is is very uh, nuanced, right? And it's very much a game flow thing. But I think the Diamondbacks with their backs against the wall, I think you're just going to see, you know, Gallon less likely to pitch through trouble. And he's been in a lot of trouble through these playoffs. So him getting that extra out in the in the sixth inning just seems less likely than normal tonight. BetQL Daily, right here, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network, joined by MLB handicapper Sean Zarillo of the Action Network. So uh, this isn't fair, Sean, but I'm going to ask you anyway. I'm going to ask you to kind of project based on a projection, a double projection here. Let's let's go down the path of Arizona wins game five, and we're headed back to Arlington for game six. How do you suspect, and and, uh, it's impossible to predict how that may happen, right? Is it is it Gallon, you know, pitching over uh, the projections? Is it, you know, is it an offensive game in the Diamondbacks score late against the Texas bullpen? But let's play it out and say Arizona gets it back to 3-2 and goes back to Arlington with a chance. Where do you, where would you see value in that situation as we head back to Arlington based on how you would suspect things move at that point? Yeah, so if, if Arizona's down 3-2 heading into Texas, Uh, I would make them about 19% to win the series. So they're basically playing for about 8% of their series win probability tonight, even if they win. Uh, Obviously, if they lose, they have lost 11% of their series win probability. It would be at zero. But I would make them about plus 425 to win the series if they win tonight. So from that point forward, if you could get about plus 488, you know, plus 500 or higher, even plus 475 on Arizona, down 3-2, I think that's a solid price to jump in on. That would essentially be your two-game parlay at that point for them to win. The one piece of advice I should always mention, too, at this stage, since Arizona only has one way to win, right? They would need to win in seven games. Sometimes at the same book, you know, you'll see you'll see books price out these exact result props. So you'll still have Texas to win in five, Texas to win in six, to win in seven. But you'll also have Arizona to win in seven games. And sometimes it's rare, but sometimes the Arizona to win in seven prop is a different price than the Arizona series money line. So whether you're shopping around or where you're shopping around for these props, always make sure to find another option that sort of matches the same outcome that you're already betting because you might just find a better price. You know, the the books last night, like I said, opened up Arizona plus 900 to win the series. And as those markets adjust, sometimes the books have to adjust all the lines manually. So if you see them knock it down to plus 850, you may still be able to go to that exact result prop and find them at plus 900 because they haven't adjusted that yet. So my advice, always look for props that basically express the same outcome that you're already betting. But, yeah, if we're, if we're headed back to Texas uh, Texas with a 3-2 lead, I'd probably want about plus 475 to plus 500 to bet Arizona at that point. I think Brandon Fox is going to give them a big chance in Game 7. We saw Brock Burke get added to that Texas roster. John Gray, I would assume, would be saved for Game 7 uh, against Arizona if they can. Uh, but even there, you know, I'd only make Texas about 54, 55% in game six and game seven, respectively. And when you're adding in 4% for home field advantage, there's really not a huge difference there between these two clubs. So Garcia injury, I think, was massive. It really brought the power discrepancy between these two teams very close and much closer to even. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seager playing out of his mind right now certainly doesn't help things. But, yeah, I think Arizona with thought 
in a game seven certainly has a big chance. And we already saw Merrill Kelly pitch really well in this series. So I would not care to count Arizona out, you know, and if I had no bets on them at this point, I'd have no problem taking plus 900 on them to win three consecutive games. I think the math certainly expresses that they have been sort of undervalued throughout this series. And, you know, the, the market dictated that they certainly were last night, even though the game didn't play out that way. There are already some sports books willing to post 2024 World Series odds. Uh, will you be making any futures bets this year? Are, are you a guy that is going to try and jump free agency and all that? Yeah. I mean, I, I have, uh, you know, it's not in my Action Network app. It's not officially tracked, but I have a Rangers feature at 50 to 1, you know, in one of my accounts. And it was placed three days after they signed Jacob DeGrom, knowing full well they were going to continue to target free agents. I was never able to track it because our software didn't have 2024 future odds yet in it. So by the time, you know, I bet it, uh, the numbers were gone. But yeah, I'm always looking to sort of front run free agency, figure out which teams might be willing to spend money. Uh, you know, I go back to the offseason when the White Sox signed Yasmani Grandal, and it was just like it was evident the teams that were going to spend money, the teams that weren't, and I bet on the White Sox at a huge number even before they started investing in free agents. So sometimes you can tell the teams that are ready to invest like Texas was last offseason. Sometimes you'll see them start to invest, and the prices may adjust at some books, but may not at others. And I was able to hang or able to catch sort of a, you know, a rogue 50-1 to 1 out there on the Rangers at the point that it, they had already spent a half billion dollars in free agency on, you know, DeGrom and Semyon and Seager the year before. So it, it, uh, it was very apparent that Texas was serious uh, this offseason. And if you can figure out the teams who are going to spend money, I think you can always find better numbers earlier in the, the preseason than you will, you know, by the time the season starts. I mean, the Texas numbers couldn't have been higher than 25 or 30 to 1 by opening day. So, yeah, if you're, if you're able to pay attention to free agency, pay attention to which teams, you think might spend money, you can always get pretty fun numbers, you know, 80 to 1, 70 to 1, 50 to 1 on some of these teams who were last place in their division in the prior year. Great stuff, Sean. We appreciate the time. Looking forward to game five tonight and seeing if the Rangers can close it out. Sean Zarillo of the Action Network, who will be driving down the highway listening to Jingle Bells later. Um, perhaps, perhaps Joe and I won't be. Uh, our lightning bets, though, we do have those. Those are next as we get ready to wrap things up here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.